Hey y'all, what's up? The Bandit Pub is in the crib. Uh, you know, we had to do a big for AFCON, which is the African Cup of Nations, uh, for those that do not know. And, you know, who we are, we give the spiciest takes on the pitch, and uh, we're the sauciest team in the game. And right now we have Ama, Adam, Raws in the ones and twos. And, you know, we have to we have to give the AFCON recap, uh, day one, day two. We'll bounce up and down around it, but um, you know, this is a special episode, a special quick episode, uh, FAO for Africans only. Um, and uh, white people, you can turn in, listen in to, or other non-African people. Um, some might make a case that Charlie Steros African by technicality, but <laughs> in this case, no. If you black, and Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, Elon Musk too. The greatest African Americans, uh, according to some, uh, all the richest. But hey, you know, you're welcome to tune in and play, pay attention uh, to the AFCON space. Um, so we're gonna jump into it. There's, there were a lot of matches day one, day two, six of them. So we'll try to get through them really quick. Um, before we started recording, you know, we were already jumping into uh, our disappointing black stars. It's too much. You know, hey, real quick, I, I, I remember coming on to um, when, you know, as a young person and just getting into World Cup, like, oh, wow. And all of, you know, with the African teams, you can't front. You go up for them because you're just happy that they're there. And you, like, let's be honest, the African teams have the best nicknames, like, around the world. Like, just they do. the best nicknames. But, bro, Ghana, man. Black Stars. I was literally had on the Black Star album while I'm watching this match. I was like, man, this is synergy. <laughs> like, it honestly came on my shuffle. I'm like, what is a Black Star? Oh, I'm wow. like, yes, let's go. It really came on. Like, like I'm working. I had music on in the background. The game streaming. What is a Black Star? Is it the cat with Ooh. the black shades, the black car? Right. Thank you. Let me not go too far before they take us off of, uh, uh, copyright. But anyway... <laughs> They just, I mean, so much talent, and it's just, they just I, don't rise up. I mean, you know, game one, there's three matches, it's a group stage. It's a, and also, you know, we're doing this kind of recap preview. Let's be honest, this is a weird time in the world. This tournament probably shouldn't even be being played. Let's be real. Like, let's, you know, what, ABBA has um, tested positive, what, um, uh, Kulabali and uh, Mendy couldn't play today. They test positive. Like this probably shouldn't be playing right now. Nobody should be playing football. But still, we we enjoy it. We, we, we all the controversy leading up. But man, Ghana, it's like Already. Morocco and Morocco's a great team. I mean, yeah, they play I don't pretty think, well. They play pretty well. Morocco's yeah. got gems, but it's not. Ghana should be like should play better at least. I'm okay if you lose. Just the effort just wasn't there. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I I think I asked for a smoke with I don't know if it was Cape Verde or Comoros or one of these little <laughs> island people. I said, "Come for come for the Eagles, and you best not miss." And you know, Comoros came in and they 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 tried to challenge uh, a captainless Gabon, and uh, they missed. Cape Verde, on the other hand. <laughs> came out and um they got the early they got the red card um 
for Ethiopia and got the dub in their very first match. And so, like, I know this isn't their first. Um, this is I I think on a real uh, first uh, on a full episode I, I mentioned you know the improvements that the like you know they they've been really good about Cape Verde has been good about you know mining di- the diaspora for talent and finding really good players to come in and play because you know what is the population of the Cape Verde Islands like you know. I know, you know, if you're not Cesare Ivoria or, or uh, <laughs> you know, like, who who do you know from Cape Verde? And it's amazing that they, they've got such, I think, a strong, talented team in this uh, in this tournament. And they're, you know, honestly, they're some they're a team to watch. So for me, it was, I was looking out for a couple of those, those matchups, the, those little small island nations that uh, are punching above their weight. And, you know, Comoros actually did okay against Gumba. Um They could yeah. have, they had a couple of chances that probably should have been finished, but that's probably a theme we'll talk about throughout the, the tournament. Yeah, is, it was... Right. I feel like the one goal they gave up was more of a, like, just a just bad defensive error and a really great goal. Um, like really tight, goal. really yeah. tight angle. Like, you know, yeah. when I looked at it again, the goalkeeper did everything he could do. Narrow angle. He just... You can't jump instantly. Like it's the only chance he can. Um, so yeah, he, the guy he he picked the perfect, the only place he could have hit it to score. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. got really. And I, I feel like it was unexpected too. Like I don't blame the keeper. Like I didn't yeah. expect him to get the shot off. Right. Exactly, <laughs> and he did everything he did. He kept near post. It was like this is perfect shot. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out, to, shout, shout out to Gavon for for doing it with the Alba. Right, right, and yeah, just to, just to that that piece around. Well, first of all, let me welcome. Let's welcome in Joseph to the pub. Want to give Joseph a shout out too. Um, a lot of us talking about Camaros, <laughs> newly found Nigerian brother. Yes. Welcome, welcome to the pub. You know, I was hoping that we weren't going to say anything about that because I knew that when I knew as I. Look, as soon as I got in here, I just knew that we weren't going to be talking about AFCON anymore. Like, as soon as I stepped through into the pub, I get my jacket off, you know what I'm saying? Dust the snow off, you know what I mean? Walk over, pour oneself a pint as one does, sits down around the table with the man them, and the very first thing that I get asked is about some information that has vindicated armor like tenfold. And then, of course, I have to shout out big man like Rossler, who was just like, bro, this is not news when I told everybody. Because it's news to me. I didn't know. But apparently everybody else knows about man's ancestry. Sliding smooth into that, I do just want to say, um, I'm deeply impressed with the Cape Verdean side. And I think people need to stop sleeping on this Cape Verdean side. I think we can do some damage. Um, Morocco also did very well today. But I think they didn't do as well as Ghana does at sabotaging their own chances. They have all the talent. <laughs> like, we do this every two years. Every two years we do this. I will never, ever stop reminding people about what happened in that final where Ghana and Ivory Coast went all the way to like 12 or 11 penalties. And Ivory Coast are the ones that walked away from it. Andre Ayew was inconsolable. That man will die for the Ghanaian uh, national side. 
without a single trophy to his name, I'm afraid, because I just don't get it. How do you have all these weapons and you never manage to, you never manage to like have dominant performances? You'll get to a finals and you won't win. You know, it's just like, it doesn't make any sense. Morocco are not to be underestimated, but they should have been dispatched by this Ghanaian side. Andre Ayu's running around here with a big old bandage on his head. Did you see that clattering yeah. that he took? Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, was, it was a lot of Afcon <laughs> style tackles. Yo. It's murder ball, bro. Like, you might as well go ahead and get rid of the boundaries or just put in a dome. And just say, welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. Because this is exactly what we're dealing with here in this AFCON tournament. They're going hell for leather. And I guess, given the fact that we are still in the midst of a global pandemic and everybody's testing positive for Omarion. Listen, Omarion is doing B2K on people's lungs out here. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, I don't think we should be playing this tournament. But if we did it for the Euros, fuck it. You know what? White people, you're just going to have to hold this L. Shut the fuck up. Don't chat about AFCON business. You do not have enough melanin to box with God. So as far as I'm concerned... FAO. And that's why it's FAO. That's what it's FAO. And you know, to your point about the play at AFCON, it's ironic that like the least accessible soccer matches to watch in the United States like are AFCON. And we were talking in our Discord today, like, how are we watching? This is the stream. Maybe if you have a Samsung TV, you can do it. It's hilarious because it might be this version of soccer that might be most interesting to Americans who aren't into it because it's actually kind of active and like it has all the pace and power. That's a red card. That's a red card. That's a straight no, red card. No VAR check, no nothing. <laughs> no, <laughs> and, and what was <laughs> AFCON without red cards? <laughs> Listen, you're <laughs> How many red cards in the group stage? I'll take it. He's just doing his part. He's just doing his part. Don't let me change this into a clip later because the way that you, you might as well go ahead and lock your socials like right now, bro. The way that you're. <laughs> well, I'm on a social media, so let it run. Let it run. Let the ball come at you. I'll just be like, I can hear you, bro. I'm not checking. <laughs> so just just to wrap up, Group C, uh, Ghana losing to Morocco, Camaros losing to Gabon, one nil. Both scores one nil. Camaros, yeah, happy that they're here, but still, you know, it was a shit house game. Like I put it in the Discord. At the same time, they're they're, they're meant to be here. I don't mm-hmm. know how they're gonna yeah. get past. I don't think they're gonna get past Ghana and Morocco, but it's not like it, w- it wasn't like a gift for them. Like they actually deserve to be here. Yeah, agree. And remember, top, the top four ranked third place teams move on. So it's not like, you know, if you get a three point, if you get three points, you're, you, you're probably in the conversation to move forward. Right. That, that's true. But they have to beat Ghana or Morocco. Morocco. Yes. Yeah. Mm. This is the best chance and they, they, didn't, they didn't win. Yeah. yeah at, this, at this point, uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Like, Comoros deserve to be here. We said that, like, on a, is it a set piece or a full episode when we talked about qualification? Like, Comoros, they're not here by fluke. They're here by hard fucking work. And they really, did, you know, they really, they really could have done damage today. You know, a, a, a side without their talisman, 
Well, to be fair, though, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say this as an Arsenal supporter. John, I love fucking Arsenal so much. Oh lord! But what I will, what I shut up. You <laughs> don't say nothing. Okay. All right. Thank you. So as far as I'm concerned, I will say this though: if Gabon can do it without Aubameyang, Arsenal will be just fine without him. I think it's just it's it. The writing's on the wall, isn't it? And at this time, it's not by like Pierre, uh, Pierre's fault. It's not Pierre Emmerich's fault. Not at all. Not this time. It's just the fact that he's doing his job. He's representing his country. You know what I'm saying? He, he and Gabon have gotten this far in the tournament. And yes, it's risky, but he's been doing it for you know, his employer in Arsenal. He might as well be doing it uh, for passion if, he's, if his heart's in it. And it is. But he caught COVID. Along with um, like Edouard Mendy and Bertrand uh, Traore. Well, though that is a little bit um, controversial. Bertrand, Bertrand played, and we'll talk about that. He, yeah, that's play. a bit. Yeah, that's a bit more controversial because they're alleging that they basically said that he tested positive to keep him from playing in the first place. I I don't I don't Afcon know about things. all that. Afcon things. Look, I don't know about all that, but it's Afcon, so I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case. Like. Gabon, really and truly, sh- they should have been. They should have. They should have had the game taken to them by Comoros, and Comoros looked a bit ponderous out there. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Not gonna lie. So when you say that this was their best chance to actually get three points here, yeah, you're not wrong. I don't see them turning over Ghana, who has to respond in their next two matches. They got to win them both. You know what I mean? No draws, but. Um, Comoros might be Comoros might be going home. I don't know. I hope that I hope they put. I, I, but I don't want them to go home. I want them to have them the, like the maddest run ever. I want them Morocco and Cape Verde to really start batting up the side. And speaking of sides that really and truly should have done better than they did, Burkina Faso. I think Burkina Faso had an absolutely almighty collapse in the first half. You give away back to back penalties like that. Now nah, you're not ready for the big time, bruv. Sorry. I mean, you did well to get here. But clear I, penalties. I, they weren't clear like, oh, penalties. Maybe. Nothing, contro- nothing controversial about these. That was just piss poor defending. And to, and to have gotten off to such a brilliant start, that goal that they scored. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is that's Afcon. This is why we won. It's Afcon. There's no, there's no logic. There's no reasoning. You can't put two and two together. You'll end up with a hundred. It's just that's just Afcon. Um, one more match. One more match yeah. I want to talk about before we go, and it's Zimbabwe versus Senegal. I woke oh. up at eight eight a.m. Eastern time to watch it. Um, Senegal won. Uh, they should have won like three. Barely. Yeah. Right. Barely. Just. And just. Skin of the guy, teeth stuff. That. I missed a, a sitter. Open header by um, uh, his name is Cisse. He missed open header. Like they should have won a long time ago. Zimbabwe almost won it in the end too, because they they had a chance at uh, toe poke that just it was like a little little weak toe poke. But Senegal, their favorites, their favorites. They, I mean, they they're gonna get together because they have good they have good managing and Saudi Omani needs to get the ball much earlier than he did. Um, I, when when he when a uh, guy missed up the. The sitter, I was like, man, he must have thought Salah was on the other end because I don't know what he was thinking, thinking yeah, he was going <laughs> to score that one. But um, that was the last match I wanted to mention. Ah, fair enough. I felt like that was everybody wanted to watch that because they're you know 
So every I, the reasonable people uh, have Egypt, Senegal, Algeria as sort of the favorites. Um, and, you know, you got to give Morocco a shout since they're playing at home. Sorry, Morocco. I said Cam- Morocco. I mean Cameroon. Got to give Mar- uh, Cameroon a shout because they're playing at home. And they used to dominate. You know, they used to be a force in this tournament. Like, um, in my childhood, I remember some reasonable rivalry uh, yeah. then. Um, and in fact, I think next, they won it right before Algeria won it. Um, so, like, it's not like it's all past history. But I remember the 80s, and they were uh, a force to be reckoned with. So, <clears throat> that, that, that uh, Cameroon-Burkina Faso match, um, gave me what I expected, and I think in the end, uh, tomorrow's matches will tell us a little bit more about the reality of those, um, that that seeding, right? Um, is Algeria up to snuff? Is did Egypt come to handle all their challengers? And Nigeria will be a, a, a an important test of that. And I think. Um, you know, Sudan, Guinea-Bissau, I have no idea how that's going to play. Um, I'm actually rooting for Sudan um, if they have Southern Sudanese players. But anyway, that's... that's I'm, uh, I'm, looking, I'm looking for red cards. <laughs> there will be. There will be. In that match, there will be. <laughs> yeah. And shout out to Abu Bakar, um, throwing up the diamond. I'm assuming he wanted to join Rock Nation. Or it was a message to to Bia. I don't know what it was. Uh, it's a message to Samuel told that you know we need diamond rollies. That's like <laughs> you know he, he's known for giving out great gifts, and now that he's like the whatever the and uh, the football federation president or the sports minister, I don't know what his role is now, but he literally is an appointee of the the current government. Um, yeah. I expect I expect the gifts to be lavish. <laughs> Only way they know how. Uh, Adam, Joseph, anything y'all want to say to wrap up? I'm just excited for the tournament. Um, just seeing, uh, you know, all these crazy games. Um, watching, you know, Golden Generations get smacked by, you know, players eating foo-foo in the tunnel. So, piece of the tweeter that said that this week. It's always <laughs> fun at AFCON. Uh, yeah man it's it's always a ride man and it's fun i i was i was thinking about today monday morning like monday morning soccer helped make um going going to work a little easier today so it's always good to have um these these matches in the day too when i saw that i was just like uh you know that's how you know afcon is back when everybody's on the wild take shout out to nigerian scams man like tosin you know what i'm saying like it's been given you know, if you don't listen to the show, this plantain show, you really are missing out. That's an absolute treat. But as far as I'm concerned, that man is that man should have been the roving reporter for Afcon like five years ago. <laughs> like, he said something about you know Burkina Faso not being serious people <laughs> in that match, and that was absolutely flat out flawed. But I agree with him. I think that Burkina Faso really and truly showed a weakness that boy. You don't want to be showing that in this kind of quality of tournament. You know, this is this is high stakes competition business. I think Egypt still are my favorite to win, but um, I really I really liked Cape Verde's performance. That goal was beautiful, and it was the only goal scored, but they were still 
there was still there was still a very organized side. I just really think people need to watch out for the Cape Verdeans. I think they're going to get a couple. They're going to get a couple upsets. I don't think they're going to win the whole thing. Still think it's Egypt's to win, but um, Cape Verde, please watch out for them. Really impressed with that match. That's all I wanted to say about the run of play today. Again, it's AFCON, so Cape Verde winning it might just it might just happen. We'll see. Um, so thank you all, gentlemen, for joining uh, at the pub, the four Africans only uh, edition. <laughs> uh, we got Ama, Adam, Joseph, Roz, myself, Jonathan. And um, maybe we'll do this again soon. We'll see. But um, take care from the pub. Uh, like us. Follow us on, on Twitter, Instagram. We're on YouTube. We'll send you all those things. So shout out and take care. Mm-hmm.